Welcome to the No Toes Down podcast. Welcome to the No Toes Down podcast, episode one. I'm your host, Trevor. And I'm Nicole. And we are the newest podcast on Big Cat Country and SB Nation. Woo woo! So believe it or not, we are both from Toronto, Canada and might be the only Jags fans in Toronto. I've been a fan since 04 and Nicole is in the midst of becoming a fan. She's not quite there yet. It's a journey. I feel like I'm basically an Israelite being led by Moses through the promised land. Enough said, but I know you can feel it deep in your soul and it resonates. Anyway, we wanted to get this thing um, off the ground earlier this summer, but uh, my dad had some health complications and unfortunately passed away a week ago. Uh, So dad, this No Toast Town podcast uh, will be dedicated to you. We love you and we know you're listening. Love you. So what's the podcast going to be about? Well, we definitely won't be breaking down the X's and O's. But we will be talking about Jimmy's and Joe's. Ayo! But seriously, we're here to talk about the non-serious Jag-related items. While we'll focus on the Jags, it won't be your typical breakdown of film and scouting reports. We'll look at the lighter side of things, because frankly, that's what's kind of missing in the game these days. So speaking of the Jaguars, what have you noticed so far? I know there are no games, but the preseason has started. Any input? Actually, the preseason finale was tonight. Uh, we didn't watch any of it because it was boring and there were no major players playing. Uh, so we're not going to break that down. But what I have noticed so far is Josh Allen looks like a beast. Uh, game three was amazing. Leonard Fournette looks a lot quicker than I remember. But I'll stay cautiously optimistic with him. Uh, as you know, he might just go punch somebody at any given moment. So uh, we'll stay cautiously optimistic on him. Uh, and as always, I have no clue on how the season's going to go. I really don't know. I don't think anyone ever does. Uh, Often it's, oh, they're going to suck, and (laughs) we're kind of good, we know. But um, they have a lot of talent, especially on defense. So, hey, maybe it could be a good year, and we could be screaming Duval every Sunday outside of our Toronto balcony, and no one will know what we're talking about. (laughs) That will be good. Yeah, I could absolutely see that. That would be good. What have you noticed? Um, we watched a preseason game. I don't even know what game it was. Maybe number two, I think. Um, and I only noticed a guy who wears jersey number 41, and I've nicknamed him the bulldozer. So if I do reference him again, I'm sure you'll know who I'm talking about and you know what his name is or where Well, good he's to know because I already mentioned him, Josh Allen. Oh. <laughs> But so, yes, so hey, you must have a good eye for football in your early years. That's awesome. Keep uh, it up. Well. What about Fournette? What do you think? Um, I think I'll officially start a countdown until when he punches someone. So starting yeah. now. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Perfect. What about Big D Nick? What do you think about Big D? Um, is his arm as strong as his D? <laughs> <laughs> one can only hope. Um... Again, there's not a whole lot going on in the Jaguars' world when it comes to regular season and games that are meaningful. Obviously, they're going to make the cut soon, but you know we know 
who the major players are on the team, and we're not getting into the nitty-gritty of the last guys on the roster. But, um, you know, let's talk about some current topics, and we probably can't go much further than discussing Andrew Luck. Saturday night, he just retired out of nowhere, and, you know, we were at Mom's, and all of a sudden Matt says, hey, Andrew Luck retired, and I think I just screamed, and I don't know if it was because I was upset or happy, He's probably just happy for the Jags, let's be honest, but crazy. So why is it such a big deal that he's retiring? Because I would imagine a a player who's leaving in his prime would, you know, maybe get some congratulations, right? Sorry, the mic just dropped. Literally. (laughs) Literally. (laughs) Um, Yeah, well, when a player's in his prime and... uh, He's expected to lead his team not only into the playoffs, but potentially the Super Bowl, potentially winning the Super Bowl. He's one of the top five quarterbacks in the league, and maybe even higher than that when he's at his best. And all of a sudden, he just like, I mean, he, he can't say he quit on his team because he's doing what's right for him and his family, but like, he kind of screwed his team over. You know, he's their best player, and now he's not there. Um, but to be honest, I'm not upset. This gives the Jags an extra advantage. Listening to some of the the other Jags radio shows and podcasts, I think they would agree with me. Yeah. Everyone's happy for Andrew Luck that he's going to go enjoy his life and do his own thing, but everyone's more happy that the Colts aren't going to be as good, and here come the Jags. AFC South, let's go. Okay, and on to our next segment on predictions. What are your predictions for the Jaguars this year? Well, I'm usually not one for predictions, but since we are podcast hosts now, we should probably come up with some. Uh, So I have three in mind. The first one is that I think the Jaguars are going to lead the league in sacks this year. We know Calais Campbell's a beast. We know Yannick Yannick Ngakwe wants to get paid. He didn't get his contract, so he's going to be playing uh, like a man on fire. And then now we have... Uh, the bulldozer, as Nicole refers to him, Josh Allen, who could very well be the defensive player of the rookie, defensive rookie player of the year, lead all rookies in sacks. So with those three guys, uh, you know, I think there's a really good chance that we could lead the league in sacks. And uh, you know, two years ago we were right there. I think we were second in sacks, and that was obviously an amazing year. So that's number one. Uh, number two, I think Leonard Fournette. Assuming he doesn't punch anybody. Yeah, hopefully he doesn't. <laughs> will lead, will have his best season uh, of his career. It's not really saying much, as we all know so far, but his rookie year wasn't bad. His second year was awful. He was injured, uh, was punching people, um, just not a good teammate, not a good pro. Um, but he seems to be refocused this year. He's talked a lot about you know, being focused and, you know, really taking football seriously, um, cutting the negative influences out of his life. So, you know, as long as he can stay healthy, I think, you know, he could finally have a, a breakout season and be worth the, the draft pick uh, that they picked him at at number four a couple of years ago. Um, and that would be really good for him, honestly, to just focus on his game and maybe he can even get, I don't know, a therapist, someone he can <laughs> talk to about his feelings. <laughs> Because it would make a huge impact if he could channel all that energy into actually playing. Yeah, and him at his best level, uh, he's the Jaguars' best offensive player. They need him 
Um, without him, they're not going to go very far and their offense will struggle. So, yeah, they just need him to produce, to perform, to be focused, to take it seriously. And if they do, hey, that, that would be pretty Super awesome. Bowl, baby. <laughs> uh, and then my third one, um, uh, this is tough to say. I don't know if you guys are going to trust me on this one, but I think the Jags are finally going to beat the Titans. I know they lost four in a row against them, and the Titans just smack us around and embarrass us every time we play them. It's always an ugly game, and you know they're not even a good team, and they always get the best of the Jags, and that's got to end week three, Thursday night. Hopefully Nicole and I are there, and uh, they just got to smack them up. Enough of these Titans. They are terrible. Jaguars are better. Finally take them down, you know. That's a big one. What do you think about the Titans? That was the only game you've been to for the Jags against the Absolutely. Titans, and they lost. Yeah. I mean, hopefully Big D, Big D Nick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hopefully he comes in and sort of, you know, just makes them flabbergasted, I guess, on the field. But we'll see how that goes. Yeah, they've always had uh, Blakey's number, and he's not around anymore. So uh, hopefully Nick can uh, turn the tide on that. Yeah. you have any predictions? What do you think? Uh, I know um, you're not a football connoisseur, but you're close. So what are your predictions? Uh, one, something that I'm almost absolutely certain of <laughs> is that Jags fans will continue to always stand strong in faith of their team. Almost absolutely certain? <laughs> you know how I speak. <laughs> okay. This is, you'll get familiar with my terms soon enough. But yeah, I think they'll definitely always, you know... Um, support the Jags because that's one thing I've noticed about Jags fans is you know no matter how terribly the games are going they always stick to uh, the team which I mean I'm really impressed by just because I don't really watch sports as much as I should and I would lose interest I think <laughs> okay um, that's a good one yeah. positive positive yeah, that's vibes. positive um and you know the next I think Ramsey's trash talking um will be uh, at an all-time high Ooh. um you know new QB I think he's gonna get some confidence and some fiery spirit with that trash talk he does which sometimes is actually quite impressive from <laughs> What I gather, it's like he says things that people probably don't acknowledge, but he will say it, right? Like, it's trash talk, but it's like, hmm, there's a little bit of validity in that statement. Yeah, you know? he doesn't hide his facts like, like his motto was a few years ago. Straight facts. Yeah. Um, and then, since you had three, I'll throw in a third one as oh. well. Ooh, right? Uh, Miles Jack. Oh, what's Miles going to do? Oh, he's going to have increased candle sales. Oh, like, candle I, sales. That's oh, not what I was expecting. Absolutely, because I just found out about his website. Um, he's got Summer Rain on there and Hawaii. I mean, come on, guys. We, we really need to check this out. Well, I know you've liked candles. Are you going to support the Miles Jack candles? Yeah, I mean, if we go to Jacksonville, can order some, ship it to a Jacksonville address. Oh, yeah, yeah, because I'm not about to play Canadian custom fees. But I do want some of those When candles. we go to the States. Absolutely. Okay, that sounds good. Nice, I like those predictions. Um, now that the predictions are done, we have a segment that we're thinking about and want to hear what everyone thinks about it as well. It's going to be called, What Would Blake Do? And yet, we're referring to our boy Blake Bortles. He might be gone 
you know, on the roster, but he's still there in our hearts. And, uh, you know, as much as he didn't do great on the field, off the field, this guy was the man. And we can't forget about him so quickly. So, you know, every week we're going to look at something funny that happened or something controversial that happened. And we're going to ask the question, what, what would Blake do? Yeah. Um, and hopefully it provides uh, a little insight into the Blake Bortles mentality because, you know, we know what he's thinking. Um, we don't have a specific example this week, but I wanted to ask you, Nicole, what do you think Blake's doing in L.A. right now? I mean, he's in La La Land, City of Angels. Mm. It's, I mean, what do you think Blake would be doing? Well, let's see. I think... You know, the weather's good, absolutely, but he probably doesn't know the best spots in town just yet, so he's getting comfortable at home, getting settled into his environment, and one of the things that we all love to do when we're at home is, you know, binge-watch shows on Netflix, and I think he's binge-watching, wait for it. I'm waiting. Gossip Girl. What? Because there is another phenomenal Blake who is part of the cast of Gossip Girl. And yeah, I can't say I blame him. It's, uh, you know, it's enticing knowing who Gossip Girl is, XOXO, by the way. So do the do Blake stick together? Is that a thing? Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh, I did not know that. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, well, Blake, um, yeah. If that's what you're doing, then good on you. Keep it up. Stick yeah. together, Blake's. Awesome. And you will be missed. Really, we will. We will will miss him off the field. On the field, we won't miss him. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, um, we're going to wrap it up there. I know it's a short episode, but, you know, we don't have a whole lot to talk about yet. It's the season hasn't started, but we are only a week away from week one, home opener, Kansas City Chiefs, Pat Mahomes, the Super Bowl favorites, pretty much. Everyone's picking these guys, so... You know, hopefully the defense can stand up, shut these boys down. Big D, Nick, throw a couple touchdowns. Leonard, run for a couple. Get the first win, shock the NFL world a little bit, pull off the upset, and let's get this season going. What are your thoughts? Duva! Duva! And that's a wrap for this week's episode of No Toes Down Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at No Toes Down, and you can email us at notoesdown at gmail.com. See you next week.